0: A cozy, romantic dinner. Yeah, right. What a jackass. My mind was still cluttered with the rubble of a date crushed by disappointment. If you've ever walked out on a date who acted like a complete jerk, you know that you'll experience two major emotions, anger and pride. If you've ever had to drive yourself home, those suckers will be egging each other on. You'll probably start out where you are proud to say how you handled it all, but angry at your date for ruining the evening. Before long, you'll be downright pissed off and proud enough to wear your anger like a shiny metal. And if you're anything like me, you'll be talking out loud while your knuckles turn white from the kung fu grip you have on the steering wheel. Who does that fool think he is? He sure as hell doesn't know he messed with the wrong witch. One of these days, he'll get what's coming to him. Maybe today. The silver lining was that I was so busy being angry, I didn't have time to feel hurt, or sad, or even lonely. I traveled an entire three blocks until I had to stop for yet another long red light. I caught a glimpse of something in my rearview mirror. Headlights that seemed to be coming up faster than they should have. Oh, hell. Here we go. My stomach turned when I felt the jarring hit. Against my better judgment, I threw open the door and sprang out of my car. What the hell are you doing? I was yelling more than asking because I was witnessing an old Dodge sedan backing up. This was a hit and run. Oh, no, you don't get back here. I called the police and a patrol stopped by fairly quickly. The officer was cute, but he was dry and professional. So where did this car hit yours? Right here. I pointed to the back bumper that was laying on the street. What were you doing when this car allegedly hit you? Seriously? You know, if you hurry, you can probably catch him. You can't mistake that piece of crap. Busted headlights, red tape for taillight covers, ten thousand stupid bumper stickers plastered all over it, and the body was fifty shades of primer. And you'll hear it for miles, because it's making a whining noise, like a dozen goats getting castrated with rusty pliers. I endured an abnormally long wait while he filled out paperwork, and I made one very frustrating call to my insurance company's robotic claims number. It was almost funny. Dealing with the accident took longer than my date for the evening. Almost. The rest of the way home, I stood silently, lest I somehow invoke more bad luck. So glad to see my front door. Eight o'clock on a Saturday night. I should have known. What a waste of time. My jingling key set off a chorus of hyperactive chihuahuas. Keep your tails on. I worked the key in the lock, and the barking grew more frantic. It's just me, babies. I knelt down as soon as I opened the door. As far as I'm concerned, there is nothing that helps you shake off the lingering misery of a failed date like the welcoming little licks and nuzzles of your dogs. I glanced into the apartment, and something didn't seem right. Something wasn't right. An intruder alarm went off in my brain, delivering a heart-thumping dose of adrenaline. The kitchen lights were on, and my refrigerator was open. Be careful, Kelly. I'd hate to see you torn to pieces by your own bloodthirsty Lilliputian guard dogs. Where did you find those little things? Did they come with a Happy Meal? The intruder's snarky female voice was familiar enough to instantly calm my nerves. Other than the little wiggly dogs, seeing one of your best friends is another thing that can clear the date disaster debris out of your head. (laughs) Esmeralda Warren, Wicked Witch of the South. You know, I wouldn't be so quick to make fun of these pint-sized attack dogs. They weren't named Lucifer's Bastard and Lorena Chompett for nothing. I tossed my keys down and greeted my wiggly little pets. What brings you to Chicago, Ezzie? I thought you weren't coming back until the end of the month. Esmeralda stood up from behind the kitchen island. A spoon hung from her mouth, and my quart of Cherry Garcia was in her hand. This was the rarely seen casual, Ezzie. Her long red hair had been freed from its tight bun in favor of a ponytail. Her naughty librarian's black business suit had been thrown into a heap in the living room and traded for a black, stretchy cut-off tank top and panties. As he slowly slid the spoon out of her mouth and waved it like it was her own silverware magic wand,